Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. By the time this reaches your ears, I'll be out of the state, so Welly and I couldn't get together and give you a fresh episode like we do on a weekly basis, but don't fret. We got a little stale bread for you to hold you over until the next episode. We pre-recorded this one about the friend zone, figuring out how you ended up in there, and even in some cases, how the hell do you get out? We had a very special guest, D Speaks, come through and give us a woman's perspective because, you know, it's just me and Welly here, so we can only tell you what the guy thinks, but it's always nice to know what a woman thinks from time to time. So with no further ado, let's get right to it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. It's Jay. It's Welly. It's our very special guest. Very special guest. Please introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is Deani Ellison. That's all I got. I don't got nothing else. And and that's all they need. That's all they need. And for this special episode, we're going to, what we say, give up the game. Yeah, as much as we can. As much as we can. We're going to give up the game. And the topic, of course, is the friend zone. I'm also trying to learn here, too, because I, I'm still kind of confused about certain things. That's why it was a must that we had a female representative. A female representative. It, was, it, it had to happen. Because me and you, as guys, we don't know shit. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. So, therefore, we needed a woman to educate us. All right. Well, let's get started. What's, 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 what are we talking about? What's the first question? First question is, do women friend zone guys or do guys friend zone themselves? Ooh. <laughs> I, I, um, I, I come out the gate swinging for the fence here. I see. Right. Okay. Do women friend zone guys or do you guys friend zone themselves? Um, sometimes it honestly could be a little bit of both. I say that because there's plenty of times. It depends how you approach me. You know, like, if, if you start off wrong and, and, you know, you ain't even making it past the gate, no, it's nothing. You just automatically go in the friend zone. And sometimes it could actually be something there, like, or it could be like, you know, I might be feeling this guy. And then something happens, like, let's say y'all talking about, y'all having a random conversation, and then let's say sex comes up. Or something that you just, maybe you don't want to talk about comes up and he's kind of trying to press the issue. Just like, well, homeboy, you just did it to yourself. We ain't, we ain't got nothing else to talk about. It ain't going no further than this. We just going to leave it right here. So, to me, that's a sign of the guy saying, look, I don't want to be in this friend zone. I'm trying to be more. But I think some guys will say, I want to be more, and then the girl's not having it, and then they will put themselves in that friend zone. Be like, okay, let me stick around and be her friend in hopes that I'll be able to shoot this shot again and possibly get out of this friend zone. And that is true because that has happened to me. That has 100% happened to me. I was dating this guy um, a long time ago. And um, the funny thing is, it was his brother (laughs) Who was trying to get out the friend zone, and which never happened. Um, but it was just like he expressed interest in me while I was dating his brother, and uh, I was like, you know, 
I've been with your brother for like two years, but whatever. And um, yeah, he would just wait. Like he would just sit there and wait and he would tell me stuff like, oh, you know, he cheating on you or, you know, he doing this, this, that and the third just so I could break up with his brother. Mind you, they weren't really brothers. They were like friends. Oh, one of those um, situations. Yeah, so he could try to talk to me. And I was just like, why would I even... You have no loyalty to him. Why would you be loyal to me? No. <laughs> that makes sense. So, my thought is... Okay, first of all, yeah, you, you're not just gonna... Now, first, that's just gross. Like, how, <laughs> Hello. <laughs> how, how is that relationship gonna function afterwards? How are you gonna be like, yeah, you know, she used to date my partner, but... You know, now she with me. Like, how you show up at the function? How you show up at the family function? Like, like how you do that? How be, you show up at the cookout? It's gonna be a with, with the other brother. Celebrities do it all the time. Exactly. Isn't yeah. that um? It, well, we're not even gonna get in that because yeah. this ain't even this ain't even girl talk. But for real, they do. And at the at the end of the day, it's still it's still. Well, I personally think it's inappropriate. Another aspect of it, I think, is. You can try too hard and come off to be a little desperate. And desperation isn't a sexy look. And that can put you in the friend zone or completely out of the picture as well. I know some, in, in the reverse situation, when a woman's come, trying to come on to you, if she's a little too anxious, a little too aggressive. pushy, a little too aggressive, then it's kind of like, eh, this isn't kind of what I want. I don't, I don't, like, there's a part of the chase where, I agree that the man has to pursue the woman, but when this woman is just super aggressive, it causes an issue to me. Hmm. This is true. I've well, I've okay, no, I haven't experienced that, but I've had friends, and um, I know of girls who have experienced that. Um, and the crazy thing is, I know, like, I knew the guy still be like, "Listen, your home girl, she just she too needy. Like, I don't even. We ain't really like on that level. We don't even really talk like that. We don't really even quote unquote kick it like that. And she round here asking me, "Am I gonna buy her stuff? Or like, am I gonna do this, this, that, and the third for her? I mean, either way, we boy or or girl, we all can put ourselves in the friend zone. Okay, let, let's just stop for a second. Let's just imagine that I'm somebody that has been living under a rock for some time. And I don't really understand what the friend zone is, per se. Um, how do you break down the, the friend zone, regardless of gender? Like, how is the friend zone actually identified? Like, how do you know when the friend zone is actually happening? Okay. I'm asking are both you, of y'all. Are you asking as the friend zoner or the friend right. zone E? Either. I mean, the what is the, like the friend zone has to be this this. It has to be one thing it has to be one solid place in my the friend zone it's like the twilight zone so when you're there you technically know you're there so everybody is everybody's experience in the friend zone the same or is everybody's experience in the friend zone different like what is the friend zone is the friend zone because i know it's 2017 and the friend zone really is a phrase that just really emerged in the last three or four years in my opinion um is the friend zone just a, fr- a, a a cute way of saying friends now, or like what is it? I I personally think there's levels to this friend zone stuff. Okay, give me I, level one. Level one, you're in the friend zone. There is no kind of attraction from the friend zoner. Okay, stop right there. So if you're in the friend zone, it's a good chance that you 
there is no attraction. Somebody doesn't is not attractive to somebody. Not attracted to somebody. Speaking yes, 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 yes. Um, I say that because if you look on social media, if you look at how um, females or males, especially them real uppity bougie people, like them real uppity ones, mm-hmm. um, they'll be like. Guys are so thirsty, just that and the third, and be like such and such in the friend zone. The friend zone is just a way, like, y'all ain't friends. Half the time, y'all ain't even gonna communicate. They just saying people in the friend zone, those like the undesirables. So that's the mis- that's a misuse of the word friends. It, wait, yeah. sometimes, like, if that guy's in the friend zone, he's treated as the quote unquote gay best friend. Ooh, where right. she has just been so comfortable around this guy that she doesn't even acknowledge his sexuality to the point where she's comfortable getting undressed in front of you, comfortable talking Ouch. to you about guys that she's dating and sleeping with, like has zero respect for the feelings that you have for her. And you can't put that all on her because sometimes the guys, you know, maybe she'll just notice that I like her. Maybe, you know, if I keep doing these things, I keep showing up, I keep being consistent. I'm always there for her, but I never just say how I feel. Then she'll just realize that I like her and take me out of the friend zone. So, again, it goes back to sometimes you get put there and sometimes you go there. So, mm-hmm. can I say friends with benefits are people that have put themselves in the friend zone? Or friends with benefits and friend zone totally, totally come opposite. That's they don't have nothing to do with each other. That's different. I personally think that's different. I think you can you can be having sex and still be in the friend zone because they don't want to date you. And they don't want to oh, go exclusively sure. with you. Yes. Okay, okay. So friends with benefits could still be... She says, why do you think it's, it could be... It's not... You can't... If you're having sex with somebody, then that's they're not in the friend zone. Is that what you're saying? No. Um, because, again, it does go like if... How can I word this? <laughs> Take your time. Let him use you. Let him use you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Love somebody. Okay. Um... I just, I personally don't think it goes hand in hand. Um, I can't say it like that. Let me give you a scenario then. <laughs> yeah. This is, okay, we have a scenario here. Uh, you're, you're, you're messing, you're, you, you meet somebody, y'all have a good mental connection, the conversation is there. Um, y'all bump into each other time to time. Y'all exchange numbers or whatever. Y'all go on one. Y'all y'all go on one date. Y'all try it, um, and then one time y'all may have had sex. But then you're like, oh, I wasn't really feeling that the sex wasn't all that. And then y'all still periodically talk to each other. And later on down the line, some the guy feels like he's in the friend zone. Is that is that possible? Because they had sex, they went on a date, and he still can land in the friend zone. That's still possible. And I'm asking you this. Um, Miss Ellison, okay. Now, I want to go back to the part where I was just like, you know, how sometimes when people put people in the quote-unquote friend zone, they are the undesirables. I'm looking at I'm looking at it at that perspective because if someone's having sex with somebody and, you know, y'all chilling, y'all hanging out, in that perspective, you're not in the friend zone because, you know, we have a little something more than the people do in the friend zone. You know, they you actually getting the text back. They not even getting the text they not even getting their, their message read. So you're so, everything but the title. Basically. So that, I mean, it goes under friends with benefits. So to me, I when I think of friends, I think of undesirable because it's such a joke. People make it a joke. Besides it being like a real thing, it's like, 
oh, such and such put itself in the friend zone. Like, it's just a joke now. It's not even, to me, it's not even, like, a real thing. So how do dudes put themselves in the friend zone then? That's why I'm confused. Like, if a friend zone is technically an undesirable place to be, then why do how do guys purposely or accidentally put themselves there? I mean, is that sounds stupid to me. Let me tell you, as a guy that's put himself in the friend zone, oh, wow. I'm, I'm going to be real <laughs> with you. I put myself in a friend zone. And let me tell you how I did it. She said that she didn't want to have a dating relationship with me. Mm-hmm. And I said, all right. Not, um, like, maybe not out loud, but, you know, mentally. I was like, all right, cool. I'm still, we're still going to be friends. And we're going to be kicking around, even though I want more. To not put yourself in that friend zone or to not end up in the friend zone, if you're not getting what you want out of there, you got to be willing to let go. And most guys think that maybe if I hang around long enough, I'll get my chance. If I sit buried at the end of this bench long enough, maybe I'll get this chance. But then when you're in that friend zone, you'll sit there and watch her go through. Guy after guy after online dating after blind dating. While you sitting there with your warm-ups on ready to get into the game, you did that to yourself. You got to be willing to let go. And most guys that end up in the friend zone, that end up putting themselves in the friend zone and stay there, they're not willing to let go because they still hold on to that dream of having that chance. Hmm. So with that being said, you're basically saying to to an extent women and men that have any type, if, if anybody has any type of sexual desire for the other person and he's not getting his pleasure or he's not getting his rocks off or whatever by the, with that person, then he's in the friend zone if he's still dealing with it. Even even above sexual, like if I see and want to be more than just friends with you, like of course I'm want to bang you back out. But yeah, I would think so. <laughs> but at the same time, like I want to actually date you, and you want people to know that we're together. You want it to be known. You want it to be on every social media. You, I understand that, but but still. I kind of feel like that go that goes against the theory of men and women can't be friends. Just saying, I mean, that's what it kind of sounds like to me. Like when I see a man and a woman that are friends, and they're not having sex with each other, that means somebody's in the friend zone. That's basically what I'm hearing. No, not for me because I I have I have plenty of girlfriends that I do not want to sleep with at all. At all. At all. So so they might. They want, the, I don't so know if they want to sleep the with zone, me or then. not. But if they don't want to sleep with me, and we don't want to sleep with each other. Then we're just friends. Hmm. Or I how often technically, that we're both in the friend zone. That's what it sounds like to me. I don't know. It's I mean, if you're both in the friend zone, then you're friends. Your whole, <laughs> your whole life is your whole life is friends. This is just this thing. It's just too much. It just it doesn't it it doesn't make sense. It just kind of feels like it's one person felt like I can't get that ass, so now. I gotta, I, I gotta settle for being friends. Like being friends is a bad thing. But when, like, when I'm li- hearing Miss Ellison say the friend zone is the undesirables, it's like, damn, but being friends with somebody is 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 not a good thing anymore. At least you no, it's not even this. about being friends because if you if you're in the quote unquote friend, I'm talking about these turning out here. All my South Southernness just came out. Yes, I'm it, talking it about. Always um, does. It always does. <laughs> I'm talking about these kids out here who are like my age and younger, you know, the ones who are on social media just flaunting and just do, cause I'm, I'm looking at it from like a, like a publicity thing, like from social media. And it's just like these kids out here and they just like, 
just think they're hot stuff and they just somehow make it seem like everybody wants them and such and such in the friend zone like who does he think he is trying to talk to me like you know i'm think i look at it as that now if we friends we friends but that whole friend zone thing like that's something society really has made up to to place people where you really don't even want to be bothered with I that, mean, you that's know. how I feel right now. I feel like, damn. I mean, if I'm dealing with a female and I know I'm sexually attracted to her, and she's not giving me any play to be in the friend zone is something I don't want. So therefore, I'm just gonna cancel her altogether. Which is crazy because, to an, I would think that persistence, persistency would sometimes pay off. Like, I, I would guess that's what a lot of guys do. They, they realize they're in the friend zone and they start trying harder, or they just kind of lay back, let her deal with a couple guys that are going to break her heart and then he comes in he's a superman and they eventually they're together but are your goals clear as a, as men these days i can imagine that they're not clear because i've just dealing with a lot of i'm a guy myself and i know oh I do. okay That's yeah, I, sometimes, <laughs> yeah sometimes i forget i'm i'm human but as as a guy i know I, it's hard to communicate like communication is not that easy like Everybody communicates differently. So, although I feel like I may be clear, I mean, once again, I mean, the female I'm talking to may not be able to pick up what I'm saying as clear as I want it to be. Clarification is, a lot of times, perspective in itself. Which is, that's something I can agree on because I've I've heard numerous people say, I know you like me like that, or something. And I've been like thinking that. that's bullshit. But also, I think that's bullshit too, because I think that's the other person finally coming around. For so, for so, when I hear a female, if I hear a female say, "Oh, I didn't know you like me like that," I'm automatically now my mind is going to trigger to say, "Oh, this is her way of putting this guy in the friend zone," because she's denying the fact that this guy was interested. Like, because most most See, women, I think I think when you put him in the friend zone, it's more of a deflection. Well, you stop playing. You the undesirables. Jump. The undesirables. <laughs> that's, that's basically what she just said. So my question to you is, do you think that it is okay to, how do I say, if somebody's in a friend zone to, like, take advantage of the, the pleasures they may offer? Like, if that person has, like, if that person is the plug, they got hookups and shit like that, and you pretty much take advantage. I mean, have you ever done that before? I don't know who you're asking the question to. I'm asking Miss Ellison. Um, either one, no, I mean, either one of y'all. I mean, have, I mean, because y'all have more experience with the friend zone than I do. I'm manip- uh, I'm El- the friend zone. Oh, what? <laughs> You've never been in the friend zone. No, I said I've manipulated it before. No, 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 no not you. <laughs> I, I've never been in the friend zone. No, I've never been in the friend zone. Well, if I so, was in the friend zone, I wouldn't even recognize it. So. I'm Max's question. So you've never been friends with a girl like that you weren't sexually attracted to? Because I'm just going back to like, I would just listen to what you guys were saying. And it just kind of seemed like you were never friends with a girl that you were. Because when Jay said it, you was like, really? Yeah, I mean, if, if I'm friends with a girl and I'm not sexually attracted to her, then how is, how is the friend zone even possible? Like, how am I going to get friends on if I'm not sexually attracted to them? Then you're just a friend. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, yeah, you're I'm a friend. Just, I'm just a friend. Yeah, so you're saying, have I, ever, have I ever been friends on? No, because most of the females that I know that are my friends, it probably goes back goes back some ways. Like, so it is. Or, not even going to lie, we may have a past, 
And now we just kind of settled on the fact that we're not going to go anywhere anymore. And, you know, the past is the past. And we're just cool now because we can have conversations from time to time. But see, when I told you that I have friends that I'm not sexually attracted to, we're just friends. You were, you were kind of shocked by that. Yeah, because I, just told, I had a past with them. I had sex with them. Oh, okay. so, yeah. I, yeah, I have friends that I've just never had sex <laughs> so with. So I was say, like, I mean, put it like this. As a dude that I didn't go, I didn't live the dorm life like like you guys. I wasn't on the college campus like you guys. <laughs> so for me to to just have, unless it's like a female coworker, I mean, but other than that, I mean, I'm just not just going around, just, just meeting, you know, females in the grocery store and just becoming friends with them. So all I'm saying is, for most of the females that I've come across, it, it, it probably came across from the jump. We met somewhere, we were attracted to each other, and it went from there. And then if it didn't work, it didn't work. Some of some of them stayed, remained friends, and some of them just disappeared because they couldn't handle the fact that being friends wasn't enough. But no, I mean, I, I really can't relate to that situation because I don't have that many female friends. You have way more female friends than I do. And, and the majority of these female friends I do have, they come from... They either dated one of my partners or I knew them from, like, one of my sisters. Like, I got three sisters. I can't call, I can't so, call like, those I, girls I friends, though. They're, they're associates? I mean, if that's the case, if if, I'm, if if my if my ex introduces me to her one of her friends, I mean, is, is, is that my friend? No, it's just somebody that's a passerby. Some I mean, associate. I mean, do you talk to her after you talk to your Hell ex no. in the past? No. No. You're an interesting creature. <laughs> I'm just hey, I don't I don't deal with that many people. That's why the friend zone is such an anomaly to me. Because it's like, if you're my friend, you're my friend. If you're not, you're not. I mean, sometimes you do just meet those people where you just know, okay, there's no sexual attraction here. And once again, it's an environment, it's the setting, like, like the classroom or work or maybe the gym, but. Even then, I mean... Nobody you would just be out and meet yeah, and be like, I mean, all right, we're friends. It's not like how girls are in the restroom and then they, they're in the clubs in the restroom or whatever, they meet each other and start, you know, drunk talking all that crap. Like, I don't I do not do that with women. If I'm dealing with women, what's, what, is, what, is my, what is my objective? What's your objective when you're out and you're dealing with... You're, you're, messing, you're trying to... You're, you're chasing tail. You're, you're chasing friends? GTD. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. But I feel like it goes to say back to what you're saying. Well, well what you what you said um, when you said men and women can't be friends. I feel like they only can't be friends when somebody goes into it with expectations or with motives. Like when you guys were saying, like how a girl, like if a guy's just like, you know, I'm feeling you, and a girl's like, really, what? I didn't know. Maybe she didn't go into into it with any expectations. Maybe she was just like, you know, some people honestly are blind to that. I have, I know people who are blind to that, who go into it with no motives, no expectations of it going anywhere. Just like, you know, he's cool. Like, we have similar interests. Like, I'm not even looking at him like as a boyfriend or anybody that I'm trying to be intimate with. He's just somebody cool to talk to. Where did y'all meet, though? That plays a big part. Like, if you met this guy, like, at a bar or a club or a social setting, and he approached you, he didn't approach you because he was like, mm, look at her lips. She got good conversation. <laughs> Come on, man. I've just... met women at, like, graduation parties that, like, became lifelong friends. But who approached you at the graduation party? How did it happen? What was the environment? What was the setting like? It plays a part. But, you, you asked me but to reach back to, like, 2009, and I don't, I don't because who, like like I said, we could have girls, been talking bad about the potato salad and just 
you know. Exactly. What if we got mutual friends and we all just talking in a group of friends? I'm asking, is that how it happened? If that's how it happened, that's it's how understandable. It's understandable. That's how it happened. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm asking. Like most of the people that I know are from college. College gotcha. or high school. I don't right. think I have any maybe one or two friends that I've met post college that are women that I consider to be, you know, just straight friends. Gotcha. But most of everybody, every female that I consider to be a friend, I've known them in college. I met them in college somehow, or I met them in high school. And, and it will make sense if you met somebody in college. Y'all had a group project together. Y'all exchanged numbers, and then bam, the uh, conversations kick off. Y'all become friends. That in that in that in the in that scenario, it makes perfect sense to me. Two people have a casual relationship. That makes sense. But the friend zone specifically, it means. According to what I'm hearing, is rejection took place, whether it was subconsciously or verbally, some some way or another. I rejection agree. took place. I agree. So friend zone and friends are totally different things, and I would even have to separate friends with benefits away from that because friends with benefits that's established a lot of times. Y'all be knowing like okay. oh, all we doing is we just sleeping around. We know this, and y'all not scared to talk about that. But it's established that we're sleeping together, but also one person could want more. You keep sleeping with somebody long enough. Yes, that's, that's, that goes with the, uh, you know, that, of course, I, I got, yeah, that's that's a whole other topic. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, it, and it, but even then, I can still say, as a guy, if I'm sleeping with a girl, and this woman that I'm consistently sleeping with, I know she wants more, like, as a guy, I know. Like, I know, okay, I'm sleeping with this girl. Eventually, she's going to get tired of just letting me just come through. She's going to want more. And if she if she ends up being a female that doesn't ever want more, uh, that's neither here nor there. I mean, that's a blessing in, in itself. But, hey, that's a topic for another day. That is a topic for another day. But anyway, I, I, I see my, my, my boy Jay got stuff in his phone that he wants to ask you. So I'm I'm just waiting for you to ask the questions away. I've, I'm over here dumbfounded by the friend zone. So We're, don't I'm, mind I'm me. I'm trying to help educate you. Hey, that's why I'm that's that's why hey, that's why I had to call up. That's why I had to call her up. I knew so. she was gonna. I knew both of y'all was gonna get together and give me some some good knowledge. I appreciate it too. Whatever. I don't feel the love right now at all. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> don't don't be sucked in by this nice mess. He he ain't nobody nice. We we know this. i that is one asshole. thing that I've learned over the year plus that we've been doing this. This guy's an asshole. He is. <laughs> he really is. He's a terrible person. Okay. But anyway, what would you like to ask me? What what else don't don't you understand about the friend zone, Willie the Wise? Um I don't. I don't understand why it's a, why it's a horrible thing. Meaning, I don't understand why if the friend zone is seen as so negative, it, then why do people stay in it? Like, I don't understand. Persistency pays off. Does it really though? Nowadays, I don't know. I, I would hope it does, but does it? I've escaped the friend zone. Oh, you have. I've been out. Okay. Okay. Persistence. <laughs> okay. But okay. I, I got out. Miss Ellison. Prison break. <laughs> right. In the beginning, you asked her, has she been in the friend zone, right? Or, no. Okay, have you been in the friend zone? Knowingly been in the no. friend zone. No. No, I don't, not not to my knowledge. <laughs> oh, so you're in the same boat as me then. 
I really don't. I really don't believe I've ever been in the friend zone. I'm pretty sure we lost her. All right. Well, then. If you made it this far, you can clearly hear that we were trying something new, a little bit of something different, and trying to do this call, this podcast via Skype. So we ran into some technical difficulties. I'm not going to lie to you. And a little bit afterwards, I figured out how to do it. But, yeah, well, you can't go back and fix stuff you already broke. So after this short commercial break, we'll get back to the friend zone. Thank you for listening. It takes a special pizza to be a Pizza Hut pan pizza. Oh, pan pizza at Pizza Hut will make your mouth say, ah, cheese. Mm, one look in your eyes will say, oh. Only your hometown Pizza Hut restaurant has a special pan full of, ah, oh, mmm. So come and get it at your hometown Pizza Hut. Home of Pan Pizza this, hey, where, did, where did you go? This might how we do our show. I don't know. I don't know. It got super quiet, and I was like, I was like, I was like, are they waiting for me to say more? And I was like, wait, hello. Oh, yeah, oh we can t- just... we can tell when the call was dropped. <laughs> okay, okay. So I, I don't know where we left off, but she's in the same boat as I am. Yeah. Meaning, she never recognized if she was in a friend zone or not either. Meaning, the person that she probably was dealing with that possibly put her in a friend zone, she ain't like the nigga no way. Yeah, so, so she didn't care. If she was yeah, so she was like, I guess. But we still wait for those questions to come out your phone. I've already been educated enough on the friend zone to realize I don't ever want to be in it. Okay, uh, but these questions, I mean, they're, they're pretty basic. We kind of covered them already. Um, the, you're, there's a chance that you're just not who, what, or where the person needs. Like, it might just be a timing thing. Timing is always key. Hmm, like, you, you, get, you just have to catch somebody in that time of life where they're open to your foolishness. Yeah, that's true. I don't think too many people want to deal with my foolishness. That's probably that's probably why the, the friend zone is not even an option for me. They're just like, you know what? I ain't fucking with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> makes, it makes sense. <laughs> and there's also the aspect of that not sexually attracted to you. That hurts my feelings, though. It right. does. I mean, it's like, if you, like I was saying earlier, like if you approach somebody and you want them and they don't desire you in the same way that you desire them, it sucks. Especially if y'all have like some type of bond that happens, it sucks. It sucks. I mean, y'all may not have, y'all, neither one of y'all may have experienced that because y'all was just two sexy people, but hey. <laughs> just saying. Whatever that means. I feel shade. I feel, a, I feel a lot of shade from the person that lives in the shade. gym. Y'all you... both just called me ter- a terrible person. You, you are. Agree. <laughs> It's not like we told you something new. That's something you exactly. agreed with. Exactly. <laughs> okay, we're not going to turn this show into a bash well session. I mean, we could, this but... This is definitely I mean... going to be a bash well session. I'm not even going to edit any of this out. I'm just going to let it run. Glory to God. Uh, let it run. Yeah, okay. We should we should talk about your uh, your blog. Talk My new... Your, yeah, talk about your blog. Okay, what you want to know about it? Anything? Uh, oh, I know. I know everything I need to know about it. The listeners want to know about it. Okay. Well, I'm a blogger. I write for Odyssey. And my newest um, blog is about that time I dated a girl in college. And what me being the person I am now, um, as like a full devout Christian, thinks um, about the LB, 
LGBTQ community. And basically what I was discussing was how, you know, I was head over heels in love with this girl. Um, she was amazing. But me being who I am, I've always had like a spiritual connection to God. I've never been like super religious, but I've always been super spiritual. And I just love God and Jesus. And they're awesome. So I've always had like when I was dating her, I had like this super weird feeling like I was like, this doesn't feel right. Um, coming spiritually and it dawned on me mind you this was two years ago it dawned on me um a week or two ago that God wasn't upset with me because I was dating her he was upset with me because I was having sex with her just like um he would be upset with me when I would have sex with any other man you know I would have sex with because of course we're not supposed to have sex for marriage so I went into the whole debate on how Christians really should stop telling people who are gay or lesbian or whatever that they're going to hell because they are gay or lesbian but simply for the fact that you god isn't upset with you because you sin he's upset with the sin and how it affects you so basically it was basically all just saying we really need to love each other you can't bring people closer to god telling them that god hates them that's not how it works that's just not how it works you gonna make people run farther away from the church and be like I don't want none of that God mess. You already told me I'm going to hell. What you mean? Why I got to go to service for? What you mean? True. So that's that's basically what the whole article was about. Yeah, yeah. I read it. It was it was pretty interesting. I wasn't even going to text you and debate about it. I was just like, hey, you that's your testimony. I'll let you have that moment. Because you know me, I, I'll get on you in a second. Well, you I, always... I haven't been plugged to the article, but I have questions. Oh, go ahead. She's going to answer them. She's very open. As somebody who also considers themselves to be more spiritual than religious, especially as a Christian, which is I find to be one of the most liberal of religions, I would say that when, if it were looking at it because it was an LGBTQ thing, saying that that's what was the issue, I would find that to be kind of more to the realm of religion, which I find that people manipulate religion to suit whatever they're going through. Like mm -hmm. on a previous podcast, we've discussed how, you know, the pastor at the church will sit here and he'll have his scandal on the side. But then at the same time, every Sunday, he's still expecting you to show up and give your tithes and live by the way that he's preaching. Yet he isn't practicing what he preaches, so to speak. Right. So with that aspect of everything, how did you feel about kind of saying that that you said that it, it would infect it? I've been drinking. It affected wow. you spiritually, but it seems more that it was more of a religious aspect of being in a relationship with a woman. Um, well, when I think of religion, um, I think of the Old Testament. Um, the Old Testament, you know, where your grandma, you know, they beat and you crossed the head with the Bible. Like, for right, real. My, the Old Testament is still extremely important. I learned a lot through the Old Testament. The Old Testament is needed because that is what brought us to today. But at the same time, I say it's spiritual because I felt it in my spirit. My spirit wasn't sitting right with the situation. It wasn't just me knowing, you know, of course, knowing that, of course, hello? We're here, we're here. Oh, I thought the call dropped. Okay. I, um, it was, of course, I knew you know, God was like, Slim, listen, I I don't want you to do this, you know, but it was more so I felt it in my spirit. You know, it was just like it just didn't sit right on the inside of me. That's why. I, if, does that make sense? Yeah, that definitely makes oh, sense. It's, okay. it's, there's knowledge and then there's there's a brain and then there's a heart 
or yeah. so in this case. And that makes sense. So from having that relationship, how did that affect you in relationships afterwards? Um, or even just did. your viewpoint on relationships after that. Like I mentioned earlier that you can be in a relationship, get out, get into another relationship and it changes your aspect of everything that happened in that previous relationship and who that previous person was in that relationship. So how did that affect you moving forward? See, I'm not the type of person to take past hurt into new things. So whatever, if after leaving out of that relationship, um, which ended terribly on my behalf, I will take complete blame for that. Um, but it really didn't set a tone for anything or it didn't make me feel any different, you know, dating who is now my ex. Like it, it really didn't change anything for me because it was just like, I just saw it. I just saw it as a person like, and you know, leaving out that situation, which is something I felt that I had to do spiritually. But to me, I don't, I don't know. Like it, it didn't change anything. Like if anything, it kind of, it kind of made me ending that relationship kind of made me mm, a better person because it kind of made me more aware of who I was um, and the flaws I had in the society and therapist hold on the conversation. But mm-hmm. to answer your question, it didn't change anything. Like it was just like, okay, well I'm done with that and I'm moving on. Okay. And where can I find this, this to read this? Cause I really want to read this. Where can I find it? Um, get old boy to send it to you. First, he got the first of all, <laughs> She did, she did give you the old boy. <laughs> she did give you the old boy. I'm gonna need you to to shout out your 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 YouTube page that you're slacking on. Listen, and... I don't I do not vlog anymore. I that's not what I do anymore. I am a blogger. I do not vlog anymore. I don't do it anymore. You are a disappointment. But... You're you are a disappointment. <laughs> no, but seriously though. Shout, shout out the blog. I mean, I know, I know it's the Odyssey, but you know, people might want to get to it. And you, you, first, hold on. Did you complete your hundred days yet? Why are you minding my business? We're talking about this uh, article. Oh, so guys, if you see. would love to read this article or any other article I have, <laughs> you can go to. I'm actually going to tell you guys the link right now. It is um, theodysseyonline.com slash at dspeaks, like D-S-P-E-A-K-Z. So that's where all my content is. You can follow me on social media. They're always linked in all of my bios and on Instagram. It's at dspeaks. It's the same thing. So all my content is always there. If you would love to go, you know, check it out. All right. And with that? Have any friend zone words of advice? Yes. She's used to this part. <laughs> <laughs> We've used our friend words of zone. advice a couple of times. I yes. Think. Friend zone word of advice. If they don't want you, don't worry about it. It's you, not them. Keep it moving. Don't waste your time on somebody who isn't going to put any energy in you. There's no such thing as a friend zone. It's imaginary. It's an imaginary land where people like to put people just so, you know, put them in their back pocket for later. You know how you take a, a carry-out box, you know, something like that. No, don't be nobody seconds. Don't be nobody, oh, yeah, I forgot I had some leftover um, lo mein in the refrigerator. Like, don't be nobody's afterthought. Just 
if they don't want you, keep it moving and you'll find somebody better who won't put you in the friend zone. And that's that. I like that. And I I just simply say this similar thing. Like if if you're somewhere you don't want to be with somebody, then leave. It's not that hard. I mean, you can try the persistency thing, but there's always going to be a point of time along that timeline of persistency where you just look like an idiot and you just got to move around. So know your boundaries. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there. Um, As for me, um, just remember that a rose grew from concrete and that a phoenix rose from the ashes. But you can only bang your head against that wall so many times. So be persistent, but don't be dumb. One thing my mama told me, she said, God, he gave you faith, but he also gives you common sense. Always. Use both of them oh. wisely. Amen. That goes to you, Miss Diani Ellison of the Odyssey, ex-vlogger. I still don't like you. <laughs> but this, this Skype thing was pretty cool for our listeners. This is our first time doing the Skype thing. And if it sounds a little crazy, it's because we did it via Skype. But, you know, we're trying to bring you this content any way that we can. So we appreciate you for enjoying it if you enjoyed it, tolerate it if you had to tolerate it. But with that being said, go to bed. This has been the No Boundaries <laughs> Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?